UFC 279 analysis and predictions. We're your hosts. I'm Charles Clark. And I'm Matt Johnson. Now we have a great set of card fights today. We've got UFC 279. And we're going to hit it off in the first early prelim with the Contender Series alumni, Darian Weeks versus Johan Lainez. Charles, I'll tell you what. Both of these fighters are well-rounded, and I just think Darian Weeks is a little bit superior, more superior grappling. I think he's going to grind it out. He's going to get that decision win, and he's going to make it look good. Man, both these guys are, are, are hot prospects to me. Uh, Darian Weeks, man, he's a wrestler that's comfortable striking. Uh, he's got really explosive takedowns. Johan... Man, I lost some money last time he fought. I really thought he was going to come out with that win. He ended up, seemed like he just gave up in that fight, then body shots. Man, dude's a grappler. He's got KO power. He throws heavy punches. He looks to take you down, ground and pound. Um, he's a little bit slower of a striker. He's, I think Darian Weeks is more of a technical fight fighter. I really want to bet on Johan and his power, but I, th I think I think he's just going to get sloppy and the way he gave up in his last fight. Um, I just don't think I'll ever bet on him again. So I think Darian is going to take this one again. And next up, a women's MMA fight, Melissa Madrinez versus Elise Reed. Man, Melissa, this is her UFC debut. She's got great KO power. She's got amazing footwork. She's got good takedown defense. And she has pretty good takedowns up against the cage. Elise Reed, she's been in the UFC. She, uh, you've probably seen her fight by now. She's got great power. She's got good grappling. She's got good cardio. She's a little bit of a slow starter. She's kind of hit or miss, you know. They showed an example her last loss and then her win before that. Um, she was kind of down on the card. She kind of came back. Her takedown saved her. Um, I just don't see Elise kind of pulling off that same type of, of grind out win as I, uh, with her other, with Melissa as she has done with her on her other opponents. So for that reason, I think Melissa's going to get this one, even though it's for UFC debut. What do you think, Matt? You know, I agree with you. Because even though it's a UFC debut, she's one of the few that come out as a favorite in their debuts. You know, yeah. It's a different stage. But she has that, that Mexican boxing pressure, how she just pushes forward. She's good in the clinch game. She keeps it tight. She's very technical in her boxing, and I just think that she's going to just overwhelm Elise. I think it'll be a decision, but it's going to, there might be a 10 8 round in there because she's going to get her up against the cage. She's going to use that dirty boxing, and she's just going to overwhelm her. And it's going to be a great fight. Next, uh, we got these Bantam weights Chad Ellinger. Versus Aten Peli. That's a tough one. There we go. So, Chad Ellinger, he's fought in the UFC. So is Altatang. They're both orthodox fighters. But 
I think I think Elateng is gonna get it done. And I'm gonna go on a limb here. It's gonna be KO. Ooh. He's gonna catch him with the hook, stumble him, and it's gonna finish with some ground and pound, and I just I don't see it going three rounds. Maybe two. But it's gonna be a good fight. Ellinger's gonna try to get in some wrestling, and I just think Altang's gonna be too strong for him and keep it standing. What do you got, Charles? Man, I, I like Elatang, man. I think he's very technical, uh, a powerful striker, and he can also grapper, grapple. He can grapper. <laughs> uh, Chad, uh, Chad's very similar, man. I think he's a good, powerful striker. Um, I think he looks to use his takedowns to get ground and pound. Um, he's 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 kind of good off the bottom. To where he can sweep and get back up really well. Um, I do applaud him for that. Something I'm looking to do better in my own personal game. <clears throat> um, I think Chad, I think the difference between Chad and Haley is Chad kind of likes to make fights uh, a scrap. He, he kind of just gets in there and bang and, and, and throws as to where Haley is more technical. Um, if Chad can sucker Haley into to just a, a bang them all out war match that doesn't look good for Haley. And I think Chad can, can out scrap him. If Haley keeps it uh, technical and, and reminds himself that, that he's in an MMA fight and not a street fight and not scraps it out, he'll get the win. He's just got to play it smart. I think Chad needs to, you know, he's going to get that mullet power in a couple months if he keeps it growing. Hey, it's coming. Hey, I think that's what he's going for, actually. uh, For some reason, the mullet's making a comeback. My my son even kind of has, it's not really a mullet because his hair on top, but his hair is longer right there. It's just kind of the style these days, it seems like. I told my kids, I said, shave your sides. You got the length. (laughs) (laughs) It looks good. It looks good on my son. It looks 80s-ish, too, but it's, it's back. All right. Oh, next up we have Norma Dumont versus Danielle Wolf. Norma Dumont, uh, man, uh, she's fought Elise Reed um, not that long ago, I think. No, wait, was that Norma Dumont? Maybe not. Anyway, Norma Dumont, she's a striker. She's a grappler. She's got great top pressure and control. She's a true all-around, well-rounded mixed martial arts fighter. Daniel Wolf is a 1-0 MMA fighter, but she was a professional boxer. She's got great power, but she's a professional boxer. She's had one professional mixed martial arts fight, and I'm pretty sure that was on Dana White Contender Series. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though she's an elite grappler... She's not an elite mixed martial artist. Um, can elite grappler, professional grapplers do well in mixed martial arts? Yes. But throwing them in at the highest level right away to me is just not smart and a good idea. I don't think Danielle has the experience to beat Norma DeMond. I just don't. I'm taking Norma. Yeah. It reminds me of Greg Hardy. Came in one and zero, and they're like, "You need to go. You know, we'll sign you, but you're gonna be on. You know, you're gonna go do 
couple of LFA fights, get your feet wet. Uh, Bo Nichols, you know, they're like, oh, we didn't sign him because he needs more experience. I know 145 is a very, very thin division. Yeah, but for winning. Throwing her in with someone, you know, is nine and two. She's fought boxers. She's fought grapplers. She's fought jujitsu. You know, Danielle Wolf. She looked okay in her contender series, but she not, looked okay. Nothing against her skill set. She's not MMA ready. You know, I would love yeah. to see her in LFA or Invicta for a few fights. Yeah, I just think experience. her the cage experience is not going to be there and she's she's gonna be embarrassed i hate to yeah. say it you know? norma's just gonna be a step ahead of her yeah she's gonna know what to do she knows the positions she's trained it more and longer i, yeah. I know daniel will can kick my ass and i i admit that proudly, but Norma does not, she's a, a favorite for a reason and she's gonna get it done yeah Next up, we have the prelims on ESPN News, you know, because football, college football, so yes, ESPN trying News to, or ESPN Plus. Trying to compete with college football now. Yep. My Huskers play at 7.30. Ooh. Come on the blow, roast me, I know. <laughs> we got Jake Collier versus Chris Barnett. You know, I like Chris Barnett. He is... Reminds me of Derek Lewis. He's got, yeah. You know, the body of you know, of White Goldman from Dodgeball. <laughs> but yeah. he's got that power. Both coming off a loss. I just think I just think Collier's gonna he's gonna be in a little better shape. He's gonna weather the storm first round. Barnett's gonna get tired and Collier's going to get tired, too, but Barnett's going to get tired first, and I think Collier's going to get it done. I hate to do it on my boy Chris Barnett, but Collier for the win. Yeah. Man, <clears throat> I think Jake Collier is more well-rounded than Chris Barnett. Chris Barnett, um, this is a weird word to describe him, but he he's very athletic for, for his size of, his abilities and his dynamic shots uh, from spinning shots and crazy shots from angles um, are, are amazing. Um, but I think he's kind of living off of that one shot. Um, he, he's had one good KO spinning shot, and I think he's been overhyped because of it. Um I don't think Chris Barnett is as good as people think he is just because he landed that one shot. Uh, I, I think Jake's going to win this fight. Um, I, I think he will. Um, Chris Barnett does have a chance to land a knockout, but I, I think I think you're going to see a similar approach Chris took to Andre Arlaski um, in his last fight. I think with with Barnett too, he he's hesitant. Like yeah. he just waits for that shot, and I just think that that hurts him more. You know, yeah, he can find it. It's, like you said, very athletic. But I just think he's he doesn't pull the trigger like Derek Lewis does, or you know, yeah, Arlovsky. 
he's looking for the that that one shot punch instead of just fighting just fighting and letting it come yeah. uh, i mean he, he's constantly just looking for that that counter one punch knockout exactly. which is good uh but but you can't do that and and you can't spend your whole fight just standing there waiting for someone to counter him you know yeah. i mean some guys do but not good not good fights when that happens. Yeah, yeah, right. It doesn't make for a good fight, you yeah. know. You end up getting, you know, Thug Rose versus Carla Esparza type yeah. fight when things like that happen. Adesanya Romero. Adesanya Romero, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Next up, Dennis Tuleman versus Jamie Pickett. Man. Tuleman, man, he always comes forward, man. He's not afraid to slug it out with you. He's got great power. But uh, the the only the only thing I see issues with him, he's he does have a few holes in his grappling. Um, Jamie Pickett, man, he's a solid striker. He uses his range and length uh, to kind of keep people away from him. Uh, the problem with Jamie Pickett is he's a little gun shy, man. He's kind of afraid to throw off, um, and I think uh, I, th- I think he's going to be too scared to engage with Dennis as to where Dennis is not going to be afraid to come forward and put the pressure on Jamie Pickett, and that's why he's going to win. I'm taking Dennis. What do you think? Yeah, this is. It's amazing that Pickett's favorite. I think he's favorited for this. It's kind of Go. a toss-up. Yes, close. yes. Dennis is the underdog. Dennis yeah. is the underdog. I think you should bet on in this fight. Sorry. I, I agree. Pickett has never fought well against pressure fighters. Dennis, you know, he's Russian. He's got the – his Sambo isn't the best. But he doesn't use wrestling enough to get you know good stats on him. He's he's a pressure fighter. He pushes forward. You know he doesn't walk with his chin out like most you know inexperienced uh, strikers do. He tucks it in. He walks you forward. And Pickett has he's not a counter striker. If he's not moving forward, he's not outputting. I you think know. Dennis is just gonna march forward and he's gonna chin down and throw body shots throw head shots and pick it not worried about grappling he's got good defense he's got pretty solid takedown offense as well but he's not he's not gonna strike enough and it's gonna be an ugly ugly decision but dennis get that money he's gonna get the victory oh yeah nice nice all right, next fight. We're keeping it, you know, where I get the hard names. I know. I I got off easy this time. <laughs> so we got Shamil Abdurkahimov versus Jeltan Almeida. Yo, yo. This is another one. I just think Almeida, you know, he's going to look to get to the ground. But Shamil is, he's another Russian. You, These Russian fighters, if they get on top of you, it's... There's no getting up. It's very rare, you know. They're here to break you. Yeah. And I, I think, even though it's a heavyweight fight, I think Shamil's gonna, he's gonna mix in some grappling. 
He's got heavy shots, heavy hands, and he's gonna he's gonna get the victory. Oh, you're taking Shamil. I'm taking Shamil. Okay, okay. It's yeah, dangerous, I, I know. Shamil is super, super dangerous. He's, he's got that cardio he, for heavyweight. Yeah, he he's always gonna gonna grind. But man, Halton Almeida is just—I I think he's something else, man. I just think—I I think dude's the real deal. I—I I think he's really, uh, man. He's got power. He's got grappling. He's got pressure. Uh, he takes you down. He can ground and pound you. He can sub you. Um, he does get swept. He does make mistakes. He gets—he gets a little overzealous when he takes you down. Um, you know, and, and he ends up getting swept sometimes from, from top position, but I don't know, man, the, the Halton Omida, who did, who did he, oh, he fought that bum in the last fight at heavyweight. He moved up to heavyweight and, um, uh, I remember who he fought, but I, this fight was just added, right? But it was like 20 seconds. No, his last fight. Halton Amita's last fight where he moved up to heavyweight. Um, he beat him in like 30 seconds, 20 seconds. He just ran straight at him. Oh, we have uh, breaking news. Recently, Shamil pulled out. So it's going to be uh, oh, Anton no. Turklev versus really? Halton at 220. Anton Turklev. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anton. I don't know anything about Anton Turklev off the top of my I'm head. I'm changing bro. my pick. Halton's going to win. Yeah. Halton, uh, last minute replacement. I just yep. think Halton's the beast, bro. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just. I don't, looks like I don't a know. Greek god. Yeah. I don't know much about Anton. Um. So I can't give you a good breakdown on him, but I just think Halton, man, he just—he's a future prospect for real, man. I really think we're gonna see something out of him. Um, I think he's getting good matchups. I think Shamil was gonna be a real good test for him, so so I'm a little disappointed um, that that fight's not happening now. But. So quick breakdown on uh, Anton Turklov. hes normally a lightweight. And he he won contender series in July by decision. So he's short notice against uh, Houghton Ameda. He's eight and zero. Anton he's is eight and zero. He just won contender series. Okay. Yep. He's got a he's got decent you know spinning back fist KO, naked choke, ground and pound. He lost by decision. Oh, how is he eight and zero if he lost by decision? Oh, I'm sorry, he's sixteen and two. No, I don't know. Halton for the win. Halton, let's go, baby. <laughs> sorry, Anton. Last minute replacement. Usually don't do well. No, especially he's going up. I mean, obviously he walks around around two twenty if that's the catch weight, and I think Halton's gonna just be too strong for him. Yeah. Too big. Good for him, you know, show his his guts and glory and say, I'll take, take the fight. Yeah, 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 right. He manned up. So win or lose, he wins in the eyes of the UFC because they know yeah. they can trust him. Right, right. 
Oh, I like this next fight. Ooh. Next up, we have Hakeem Dadu versus Julian Arosa. Man, this should be a good fight. I'm actually looking forward to this one uh, as well. Man, Hakeem, dude, he's got really good pressure. Plus, he's a he's got great counter punches. He comes forward, throws those leg kicks at you. He's got great power. He's really technical. Man, Julian Arosa, dude is fun to watch, man. He's got uh, lots of finishes. He throws everything hard. Uh, he doesn't really use his BJJ that much. Um, I, I think Julian tends to get a little sloppy and and relies on his toughness of his chin a little too much. Um, I think Hakeem should take the win in this one um, just because he's going to be more powerful and more technical of a fighter where Julian's probably going to tend to, to uh, turn it into a brawl after, after he starts getting frustrated. What do you think? You know, Julian, in that sense, reminds me of Cody Garbrandt. You know, like, great fighter. A little too emotional. You know, yeah, it, yeah. Starts swinging Hakeem's way. He just lifts that chin and just throws haymakers. But he's got that Colby Covington don't quit attitude. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, 145, it's fast-paced but still packs power. I just think Hakeem is so fun to watch. He's got that speed. He does the flashiness. You know, I just think he's going to be a little too much. It might even might finish him. You know, if he can, if he can early on put pressure and make Arosa start thinking and getting frustrated, it's going to be a, an easy night in the office, as they would say. Yeah, I, I think you'll know by the end of the first round whether he'll get the finish or not. You'll be able to tell um, if the first round just goes okay, he'll grind it out. Yeah. But if he's really coming ahead at the end of the first round, he'll probably finish uh, – uh, Hakeem will probably finish a row in round two. I agree. All right, I'm ready for the, the main card. Yes. On to the main. All right. The first fight up is the former stripper, your boy, Johnny Walker, not the whiskey, the fighter, against Eon, the incredible Hulk, Kutalaba. I'm going to tell you right now, Charles, I do not like this fight. Johnny Walker, since he blew out his arm doing the worm after a KO, he hasn't been the same. And so much talent. But unfortunately, I just, he, you know, mental aspect is 90% of the fight game. And I think after he blew out his shoulder celebrating, he hasn't been, he hasn't been the same. I want to say he's, what, three fight losing streak? I think so. So for him, this is make and break. And they're not, (laughs) you know, they're not like, oh, here's, you know, an easy guy. Ian hits hard, and he's gonna he's gonna do what the rest have done. 
gonna KO and walk right past Johnny Walker. And I hate to say it, I like Johnny Walker, but kids don't do the worm in celebration. And uh, I, heard, I heard somebody else say, uh, "This is a battle of the busted prospects." Uh, both of these dudes have fought the who's who of the division. Uh, you know, with mixed results. Everybody was saying both of these guys were going to be somebody, and, and it kind of just never turned out. Johnny Walker, he was fun. He was fast. He was powerful. He was wild. He was athletic. He was unorthodox. He was. He was all those things, but he isn't anymore, man. He's turned into a gun-shy shell of himself um he changed gyms and this gym has act absolutely ruined his style yeah. um johnny walker you need to change gyms again move somewhere else this new gym isn't doing it for you i don't know what the hell they're telling you but stop listening to them it reminds but me of uh Shabayan with rousey like he, he, you know, this gym is filling his head, and it's like you, you gotta oh. get out of there, kid. Same shit, yep. Same exact, same yeah. Not not same exact thing, but yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about, you know. Um, you gotta and, get a coach that you know he gotta be honest, like Leon Edwards' coach. You know, he goes, "You've done it now." You want to win, you got to finish. You know, he was honest with him. He wasn't like, oh, you know, I love Rose coach, but they're like, oh, you got this, you know, and look what happened. You're doing great. Yeah. Our yeah. Yeah. chair coach right here. Just, just, just not working out for you, bro. <laughs> Ian Kutalaba, he's a grappler. He's got power. He's kind of a phone booth fighter. He's really good on the ground, um, but he has to use body locks and kind of trip you to take you to get down there, which some people think are sloppy and it doesn't look good as a double leg or, or something. Um, yeah, man. This fight is one that we could probably do without seeing, you know, <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah, uh, I wish... I wish we could see that old form of Johnny, but I just don't think we ever will again. Yeah. Like you said, that, that mental aspect has just affected him too much at this point, which sucks. Um, yeah. I think Eon should get this one as well. All right. Another women's MMA fight. Irene Eldana versus Macy Chisholm. Irene, man. She's very technical. She's a boxer. She's got great power. She has amazing takedown defense. It's, it's, in the, it's in the 80s. She's got really high takedown defense. Macy Chisholm, she's tall and long. She likes to use her jab to get in there to use her Muay Thai. She keeps her distance. Plus, she's getting better at grappling, as shown in her last fights, where she's, she's getting takedowns. Um, I think she needs to manage distance and work in takedowns. And Macy 
has a shot at winning this fight. Um, Irene, with, with being the technical boxer she is, um, she, if she were to put the pressure on Macy uh, and, and is able to stop all of the takedowns, she could win this fight. She really could, just because her takedown defense is so high. Um, I do think Macy is going to win this one. I think it's going to be a big grind um, to a decision, though. What about you? You know, Macy beat Norma Dumont, who's on the early prelims, you know? at 145. Now she's coming down to 135. Irene, she's got power. And she does have 84% you know, takedown defense. But all of those takedown attempts were open. You know, they were in the open. Macy, she's she's a uh, grinder. She clinches. I yeah. think she could get a trip in there and sneak a takedown. That's a good point. You know? I, Macy is the underdog. I believe it's plus 160. Ooh, that's, not, that's a good not a bad bet. Yeah, I think she's gonna win by decision. I think she's gonna grind it out. She's, she's got three and a half inch reach advantage. Keep your distance. Pepper them legs. Clinch when you got to against the cage. And I, I think she, she's smart. I think she knows that, and she's gonna, she's gonna get the victory. Upset nice. too, cause she's ranked tenth. I um, think she's gonna do it. I really do. I, I really think she's going to get it, bro. Yeah, so Dennis Tolman and Macy Chisholm, underdog upset of the week. This is where the money's at, we think. Oh, yeah. This next fight, catchweight bout. Yes. We got Kevin Holland versus Daniel Rodriguez. It's so funny. It's a 180 catchweight. I know. It's like Holland was like, oh, I don't want to gain the five pounds. Holland's always underweight. Every time yeah. he weighs in at middleweight, he's always weighs in at like 182, 183. I think he walks around. I really think he would do numerous changes. If like He'd be really good at 170, but it's such a wrestling-heavy division. I think that's why he underweights it at 185 because there's not a lot of wrestlers at middleweight. You got Gastelum. You got Rodriguez, but it. Here's a crazy stat: Kevin Holland is fifty percent on his takedown defense. Interesting. Yeah, every time I see it. But the bad thing, you know, Holland's been working with Cormier though. So last fight we did see a lot of difference in his defense. Yeah, there was some improvement for yeah. sure. And he's got that power. If he just flicks you on the head, you're falling. Yeah. You know, this is a tough one to pick. I've weighed my options. Holland is the favorite, and I think he's going to be the bigger, stronger guy. Rodriguez, you know, he has decent grappling, but he likes to strike. Yeah. I think I think Holland's going to, you know, sit back on his jab and use a seven-inch reach superiority and get the victory. K.O. Man, this this is an, an exciting fight. Uh, originally, I heard it was going to be Kevin Holland versus Stephen Thompson, but then that got changed for for that was like UFC eighty one or something. Yep. 
And remember, I texted you that, and I was like, oh, shit. But then, like, the next day, it was announced Kevin Holland versus Daniel Rodriguez. This is still almost just as exciting fight. Daniel Rodriguez is an exciting prospect, man. Uh, he's a boxer. He picks his shots. He's got good cardio. He's really powerful. Kevin Holland, man, he's super accurate. He's got powerful striking. He's, his wrestling does need work, but he can sub you from the ground. I, I think I think maybe that's why he hasn't put all that time into his wrestling. It's just because he feels comfortable on the ground until he he um, until he got laid and prayed by uh, um, what's his name. Basically, just laid on him. No, he finished him, didn't he? Uh, let's see. No, we got Vittori and Brunson. Brunson, Brunson, yeah. Still, yeah. so Brunson basically figured figured out how to get him down and figure out he was he was comfortable with people taking him down, and he just didn't care. Um, I think this is going to be uh, a striker versus striker fight, right? And Kevin Holland should come out the better striker in this matchup. Um, he just has to, to watch out for those powerful blows of Daniel Rodriguez. Well, it's crazy because Rodriguez, you know, he's a punches and punches guy, but he's got power. Like, he, you know, 8.6 significant strikes landed per minute, where Holland is the, you know, pepper him and then throw the big shots, and he's at yeah. almost four per minute. So, it's going to be a gonna be a brawl yeah it, but, yeah these two are gonna get it get into a fight yeah you know, for sure and that's what uh, the fans like to see that's why it's that middle car that middle fight this should be a good good feature fight for sure uh i'm excited the co-main event man who else but in the co-main event spot tony ferguson versus lee jing lang man Li Jinglang is a boxer. He's got great volume. He mixes in his low kicks. He has some holes in his grappling as well. Tony Ferguson, man, everybody knows who Tony Ferguson is. He was on a 12-fight win streak. Everybody said Tony Ferguson was going to be the next man. Now he's on a four-fight losing streak. Tony Ferguson has constant pressure. He was a collegiate wrestler, but he's developing chin issues. Man, I just, uh, I, I think Tony, I think Tony has a good chance to actually win this fight. Um, I, I just hate picking against him. Uh, I, I think, I think age is finally just getting to Tony. You know, uh, he he thinks in his head that he's still the the twenty one year old can take anything uh, fighter, and he fights like it. You know, but he's he's not twenty one years old, and I think Tony Ferguson just needs to settle down just a little bit. I know that's weird to say because that's his style, but as he becomes more mature, he needs to act like. A more mature fighter and if he can do that just a little bit i really think he can pull this one off i'm rooting for you tony let's go 
You know, like you said, it's so hard to go against El Kakui. Just, you know, the fight that got away after he injured his knee is that seems to be when he went downhill. I think a lot of that is not the knee, it's the age. You know, he was out, he was at 34, out two years, fought, you know, Gaethje, Oliveira, Dariush, Chandler. Chandler and Gaethje, out of those four, the only two that finished him. They hit hard. He won on a tear, bro, yeah. Yeah. And he was in some battles. Yeah. He's, when he fought Kevin Lee, and he was just like, ah. But Jingling, they're putting Jingling in this position to gauge where's Ferguson at in his career, and where's Jingling in his career. Yeah, 34, 38. I'm with you, I... I gotta go with Ferguson, not because of here, because of here. He's yeah. given us so many good fights. It it's gonna be tough to watch, but if Ferguson can change his game plan from the go and get him to the wait and hit him, and it can be done. You know, a lot of fighters change their styles; they get older, and I think Ferguson needs to go back to use his grappling. You know, throwing Granby rolls. Try to get the legs, take them out. Yeah, it's time, bro. You you gotta. People have figured it out. It's time. You gotta evolve and develop and, and turn into something new. Otherwise, you're not. You're just not gonna be able to compete at the highest level anymore. If you want to continue, if he wants to continue to compete at the highest level in the UFC, he has to evolve and change his yeah. game up. Yeah, um, he, he had mental like health all issues too. All yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He definitely has had lots of lots of issues. Yeah. He's his body has taken a lot of abuse. People don't realize that. How how uh, they see it, but they don't truly understand how much damage he's taken. Oh. Like I've I've barely I'm barely a, a MMA fighter, and my body has taken some damage and has some pains every day that it hurts. So when you when you put that into perspective, uh, into the battles Tony Ferguson had, that dude is fucked up. Eleven you know? years in the UFC. Yeah, bro. That's, Fighting the who's who, the top of the that's top. Not easy. That yeah. is not easy. All right, you, you ready for this one? Yes, I am. Before we get into it, I'm just gonna say this card is the teaser. Because they moved a lot, you know, title fights from this card to 280. Yeah. And so we got Hamzat Shemaev versus Nate Diaz. Yeah. Diaz, out of all the wars he's been in, he's got a chin. Hamzat, last last fight, he did not, he didn't look like he took it seriously. Some could say he lost. It was a very close fight. I think he did do enough to beat Gilbert Burns. Yeah. It was yeah. ugly, but I think it was good that he had that type of fight because his coach, you know, back to the corner, like the coaches, his coaches told him, like, quit messing around. You're not following our game plan. He didn't. Yeah. Know? I think Hamza he, he is... wrestling at all. Hamza's gonna, you know, what do you say? I'm here to smash everybody. Smash. I think it starts with Diaz. I think he's gonna come in and I love Nate Diaz, but Nate Diaz, 
you could tell what Diaz is going to show up to fight on the lead up of the fight. And if, yeah. you know, if what he's been tweeting, he's here to get a paycheck, not here to get a win. He might get one good shot like uh, he did against Edwards, but Shamayev is just going to keep that O and cash in the bank. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody wants to see Nate Diaz pull off that upset. Just 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 to ruin the parade. Just oh, to, it would ruin the UFC. Just to give a big F you to the UFC. Yeah. Honestly. He's gonna go fight Jake Paul, ruin everything right. over here. Right, right. Yeah, that's 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 his thought process, right. F the UFC, not then he's gonna go fight the Paul brother, you know. Uh anyway, Hazmat man, dude, dude's gotta be the most popular dude in MMA right now, man. Oh, yeah. Gotta, By far. Uh, yeah, man. It, it's crazy. Everybody's everybody's showing pictures of them training with them on Instagram. Everybody wants to train with them, you know. Uh, he's, he's an amazing wrestler. He's got grappling. He's got powerful hands. He's got great takedowns. He can ground and pound you. He can sub you. Nate Diaz is an absolute legend. He's been in the UFC and MMA for a long time. Uh, I mean, he's been in the MMA game for 20 years now. Um, He's a high-volume striker with amazing cardio and slick BJJ. Yep, like you said, dude's got a chin, man. Uh, I wish I had that man's chin. He can just take punch after punch. Like it ain't shit, and and keep going forward. Um, yeah, I, I I think this is a interesting, weird matchup. Um, I think Cosmos is gonna keep his O as well. Um, yeah, I just everyone's saying, oh, don't rule Nate Diaz out. Nate Diaz has a chance. I don't Every, think he does. Everyone's it. got a chance. You know, everyone, but Nate Diaz is true, not a power true. puncher. Right. Everybody's got a chance, but... One thing Diaz fun. has going for him is it's five rounds, and he gets better every round, where most fighters get tired every round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... I I think Cosmo's going to finish Nate Diaz, bro. I, I do, too. He's, yeah, he's going to finish him. Be the second person to do it after Josh Thompson. yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, that's just what I see happening for some reason. I think he does. He's huge. I think he gets it done. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he's going to go on to fight for the title probably after that. Yeah. Which, which I think is a little quick and, and fighting someone like Nate Diaz to get a title fight seems kind of weird. I kind of want to see him fight Colby Covington because that'll really because Colby Covington is number one behind Kamara Usman. Actually, that's a good idea. I think he should have one more fight. Yeah. Before he gets to a title fight, honestly. Yeah. And Colby can... Covington makes sense. Uh, I w- I would like to see that actually. Colby Covington versus Cosmot next. Yeah. That would be a good fight. Oh yeah. Because Colby. Kobe would not try to stand and bang. He would force him to wrestle. Yeah. You know, so 
I think I think that has the potential to be a good fight. Matchmaker Matt Johnson. Yes, yes. <laughs> Send out them tweets, man. Oh, check out the bet I won last week. It was just a little bet. It wasn't much. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, little sprinkle on him. Thank you, Christian. I did win one and lose one. I placed that other bet on Robert Whitaker and Alessio Dutro. Alessio, man, you got knocked out, bro. You let me down. Two dudes in a cage, UFC 279. Man, let us know what you think. Check us out. Hit us up in the comments. Like our Facebook page. We're on Facebook. We're going to be sending out quick pits, best bets on Facebook. Once we ramp our page up enough, we're going to be posting everything on there. Check out our videos. We're taking over. Two dudes in a cage. All right. If you guys want to do a business shout out, you know, comment, message us. I'm going to do one. Look at this little cute guy. Charles, look at this guy. Oh, look at that. Yeah. You want a French bulldog, English bulldog, go to Instagram, 402 underscore bulldogs underscore. Best in the Midwest. I mean, can you not see how cute that bulldog was? One more time. One more time. Come on. Let's see him again. Look at this little guy. Yeah, he's so cute. Oh, he's like, what is going on right now? What are you doing? I would lift the other one, but he's 57 and a half pounds. So. Too big. <laughs> That's awesome. You hear the peanut cat? Alright, here we go. Come here. <laughs> you gotta get you a bulldog. You gotta get you a bulldog. Oh, look, he's like, oh. That's so sweet. Yeah. Nice. That's an awesome shot. Out. Look, look at how sweet they are. I mean, come on. Two dudes and a cage. This has been another analysis and prediction. Check us out. Hit us up. We want to know what you think. We are out.